My name is Matt Brown. Well, I, I think if we spent the time we spend thinking about not spending money, spent that time on spending money, then it'd be time well spent. And let's start the show. because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Monday, September 27th, 2021, and we have a very wholesome, very real, and very special episode for you that is just about to unfold. But before we get into that fun, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at Proud Convo Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversation. So yes, it's a new week. It's the final week of September. It's about to be October. The fall has officially begun and we have some vibes to take in. I also just want to be on the record on this. There is no show on Thursday or rare. Thursday there is not where there is not a Productive Conversations podcast. And what happened was there's a miscommunication between me and my guests, and he was not able to participate in our interview that was scheduled last week. I had a lot of prior commitments all of last week, so I wasn't able to find time or guests to record an episode for Thursday. So we just took the L, recharged, thought about what we can do better to make sure something like this doesn't happen. And we definitely learned some lessons and we're only going to be making a great comeback story from there. So I apologize for not having a show on Thursday, but let me tell you, we have an amazing amount of shows planned for the next few weeks. So that's how we'll make up for it. That's how we'll make a comeback. And that's how we are going to be even stronger than ever. And we have a really, really special show for you all today. Who's coming on? We have Leonora Alas-Sanchez, who is returning to the show, and we have Brandon Teixeira, the two faces of Mental Health Declassified. And what Mental Health Declassified is, is a nonprofit organization that is set up to bring awareness to mental health issues and break the stigma of mental health illness and having more conversations about mental health and how we can be aware of it, learn from it, 
and create a better world from us because of what we have been learning with mental health awareness. And we are actually collaborating this week because one, September Suicide Prevention Month, and this particular week for Mental Health Declassified is Suicide Prevention Week. So the both of us, or as in me and Mental Health Declassified, are coming together to host various events throughout all of this week. You can go on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com on Instagram and Mental Health Declassified on Instagram. And we will be bringing you some special events that are taking place during Suicide Prevention Awareness Week. For instance, this Monday, today, we are dropping this episode of Leonor and Brandon talking about the initiative they are making with Mental Health Declassified. Tomorrow, there's an Instagram takeover and a discussion with various facts when it comes to suicide prevention. Wednesday, where there is a share your reason and they're offering discounts if you participate in it for various merchandise that is provided on the mental health declassified website they really have some great stuff i need to let you know about that seriously look into the various merchandise they have from shirts hats all of that there's discounts for those merchandise items that you can get by participating in the event this wednesday the 29th And then Thursday, we are having a special Instagram Live at 7 p.m. where 50% of the proceeds is going to a lucky winner. Please use that money responsibly. And then the other 50% of the proceeds will be donated to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, a cause that is very special to the three of us who are going to be talking in a few minutes. And how can you enter this raffle? Well, you can donate and send money to the Venmo account at mental dash Health Declassified, and that's all one word. Again, you can send the proceeds to the Venmo account at mental-health declassified, and that's one word. It's $1 per entry and $5 for eight entries, so a great deal for a great cause, and hey, you might get a nice payday out of it. So again, you can check out all the content throughout the rest of this week regarding Suicide Awareness Prevention Week. Either go to at Productive Conversations Podcast or go to at Mental Health Declassified. Both accounts are on Instagram. So yeah, very special show that is about to unfold. The information is out there. And why don't we introduce Leonor once again? And why don't we introduce Brandon for the first time? So here it is, a very real wholesome, productive conversation. Leonor Ayala Sanchez, Brandon Teixeira, it's time to come on the show. Let's get to it. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. Ups of the Productive Conversations podcast. Not only because we have two amazing guests who are very talented, so wholesome, and great to work with, but there's a great purpose behind this and the work they do. And we are going to learn a lot more about it in a very special and important week. So, having said that, representing Mental Health Declassified, we have returning Leonora Ayala Sanchez. What's going on, girls? Great to see you. Here. <laughs> and join us for the first time on making this productive conversations podcast debut. We have Brandon Teixeira. What's up, Brandon? What do you do, baby? I'm here. 
I almost just sneezed, but I'm happy to be here. Let's get it. Oh, let's get it indeed. So, as you say, here in the Productive Conversations podcast, in which I've been talking about in previous shows and uh, what I've been promoting on the episode throughout this week, and we're going to have a very special event this upcoming Thursday. So, before we get into our special collaboration together, why don't we, you know, introduce ourselves, get to know each other a little more and understand uh, what is bringing us here together today. So my first question to start. So, as I said, mental health declassified when um, Leonor came on and she talked about the origins and the beginning of it from her perspective. Why don't we start with Brandon? Talk to us about what brings you into this sphere. How did you and Leonor meet and uh, where are we going from there? So why don't you talk to us about the journey up to this point, or at least the beginning of it, I should say. I drive him crazy. That's all you need to know. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> so yeah, I had uh, my own podcast before, and mm-hmm. we actually came on as a guest. And, you know, just the way she carried herself, the way she, you know, could speak, the way she presented herself, the way she was just confident in what she was talking about. You know, obviously having guests on a mental health podcast is tough mm-hmm. because you ask them to be vulnerable. You ask them to come on and talk about things that, you know, people don't really want to talk about. But the way she came on, she carried herself and then, you know, sent a message after, I believe, or she did reaching out, talking about helping or collabing or doing something. And I was like... I'm like, we need to meet. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I need to have a sit down Zoom with you. And then we just talked. And then, you know, it was just a, it was just an easy decision for me, you know, moving on and having to start a new brand and business and to pick a partner. It was, it was a no brainer for me. So I was like, I need someone that's going to be confident, someone that can do these things, someone that's going to hold me accountable at times when I need it, you know? Um, and then, I shared my kind of vision and she had similar goals and she shared her vision. And then we kind of just literally picked up and ran with it. And now, you know, we, we can say we got, we got a podcast running. We have a social media going, we have a website, we have collabs, we did events, we did all of these great things and couldn't be here today without COO Lee. So go ahead and talk to him. We're at LLC. Oh yeah, that that too, that too. (laughs) I hate him. No, I love him as always. I say we are like the mother and father, like this is our baby. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's what I say. Sometimes I drive him crazy, he drives me crazy, but we've our babies grow it. Look at that. Well, why don't we hit on that origin story? You know, like I said, we briefly hit on it before when you came on the show the first time. But why don't we expand on that a little bit? Mental health declassified. Talk to us and remind the audience its mission, where we can find content and information on it. And what is uh, what do you hope to bring about with this nonprofit organization? Truthfully, you know, our mission, you could take it any way you want, but this, we are ha- here to create a safe space for individuals who struggle with their mental health every day. Mm-hmm. You know, we struggle. We're not experts, but, you know, through real life conversations, through real life stories, we hope to inspire those who listen. You know, if you listen to my story, you might be able to relate to a little piece of it. But then if I can get my friend to come on and share his story maybe you might relate to that fully. Like if we can just keep opening doors for people and doing these things, like we want to grow in any aspect possible. 
and just continue to break the stigma and knock down these barriers that we put up ourselves. Look at that. Um, is there anything you want to add to that, Leah? Um, I kind of like Brandon talking more than me half the time. <laughs> um, pretty much a wrap up of what he said. And the only thing I would add is that, you know, we're here to hopefully be a resource. So, yes, we're not experts, but we're trying to collectively through our own experiences, but also actual experts and licensed guests or actual mm-hmm. concrete knowledge and just be a resource for those that are trying to be allies or just better learn themselves one way or another. And yeah, whether it's through events or the podcast or collabs such as ours, which we'll talk about in a little bit, mm-hmm. um, to just the nitty gritty of getting into the community. That's what we're aiming to do. We can't do this alone. And we acknowledge it every day, every waking moment that this is a family. This is a working, growing thing that we need everybody to be involved. So, of course, the more people, the better. But it's not just us. I am grateful to be the COO and I'm grateful for Brandon to be the CEO, but we know we are just as important as our followers, our people that are staying tuned and really just y'all lit, y'all dedicated. (laughs) They know exactly who it is. And that's all I got to (laughs) say. And we love and appreciate the community. And, you know, let's look at the state of 2021, right? Crazy things happening in our communities, our country, our world. And, you know, throughout history, and we've talked about this before, is the importance of destigmatizing mental health issues, bringing awareness of a human condition that's always taken place throughout history. And I feel like at least to me and what I've and what I've said, and I've been open about, you know, my experiences and my stories with my mental health and being a therapy session, seeking help uh, and, you know, just understanding the human aspect that I'm not alone in this. And it really is an everyday battle. It is renews. It's not going away. And then there's something we have to learn when it comes to discussing mental health awareness. And I feel at least to me, like in at least the last 10 years, we're starting to break those stigmas and having more people discuss uh, their issues. Like, for instance, like you have Kevin Love, NBA player who wrote in the Players Tribune about dealing with a panic attack and sharing his stories. You know, the various storytellers and celebrities who are also being more open to it. And, you know, this is a uh, branching off of what you were saying before, Brandon, about sharing stories more and letting people know that, again, you're not alone in this. So I wanted to hear from the both of you on, you know, on breaking those stories and barriers down. Do you feel that we are seeing more of all communities from all over starting to break those barriers like I've been noticing? Do you feel we are on the right track for that and what your organization is doing to help bring those stories and platforms together? Do you feel we're on the right path to help destigmatize this issue that we all have and, you know, trying to break our mental health stigmas. Yeah. Well, a hundred percent, you know, even saying the word mental health in my community mm-hmm. is us going <laughs> the right path, you know, um, yeah. 
us having these conversations, us doing what we're doing. Kevin Love, obviously, with his platform and doing what he's doing and sharing his story. Like, it's just dope. It's dope for us, you know, to see that and to be a part of it. So we're definitely throwing the punches. It's definitely going to take a lot more and a lot of just like consistent, mm-hmm. being consistent and just keep pushing. But at the end of the day, we're, we're once, once, <laughs> One step at a time. <laughs> and right. We can only get there, you know, if we just believe in ourselves and stay patient. I second that. Um, overall, I would say that very similar to a lot of issues our country has, and I'm not going to go into that tangent, but I think we're moving in the right direction as it needs to be. But I think as we progress and become more aware I think the flip side to it, like the other side of the coin, is we are more aware of where we're lacking. So it's a mixture of like 50-50 where now we are becoming more aware of things. So it does, like Brandon said, it's a slow but surely process. It clearly is an everyday thing. Um, and we got to take the small wins. So, you know, the fact yeah. that you have a Cape Verdean and a Puerto Rican running a mental health <laughs> brand, where are you going to find a lot of that? Um, right. <laughs> just because at least similar to what Brandon said, at least in my community, I can only speak about that, but it's just like, Therapy and mental health was more of a white thing. If you were to Mm -hmm. do therapy or anything that challenges the stigma around it, it was like, oh, you're Blanquita or this is just not a Hispanic thing to do. It is Mm -hmm. hush, hush. You don't say nothing. Um, It stays in this house. Stop being dramatic. You're being a problem child. And that's pretty much it. Um, Or you suck it up. And that's why you get a lot of bitter people from time to time. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think we're getting there. I think slowly but surely, it, are we where we need to be? Absolutely the fuck not. And I'll be the first to say it. Excuse my language. Um, but Gosh, I you think, can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> but I say, you know, my mouth's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think with this generation that we have, just being a school teacher, I have a lot more faith moving forward yeah. about what the outlook and perspective on mental health is going to be in the next like 10, 15 years moving forward. Um, At least for the school that I work with, um, Bay State Academy Charter Public School in Springfield, Massachusetts, we have such a heavy, I kind of want to say curriculum, but we have a very heavy emphasis within our professional development about social emotional learning, especially with COVID and not having the same structures in place that we used to have like us going to school let alone maybe like five years ago all of us were in a classroom all of us had certain structures certain things implemented which allowed more space for us to kind of grow and maybe explore some of that compared to now you're home gotta stay stuck home Mm -hmm. not isolated but pretty much in the same environment and you're not in different structures that can either challenge you and expose you to other things and help you educate yourself and learn about others compared to being in the same environment 24-7. So I know with my school, we've been doing a very big emphasis on, you know, social emotional aspect is very important and influential to just the daily 
productivity of a human being, let alone a child. Um, so I will always say, similar to Naruto, you take care of the kids. If you start with our babies and our younger generation, hopefully the future is going to look amazing. So that is where I say I have faith. And I think we're planting those seeds for those young individuals to take over and do better. And that's at least my goal half the time. So yeah, excuse me for my tangent, but that's pretty much it. No, like I said, I, as I said, everyone, I encourage it. You pay, you pay for these Zoom premiums for a reason. So let it all out. And we appreciate you uh, sharing that and being honest. And I really wanted to also bring up my next point before we talk about our collaboration is the generational gap, if you will, in mental yeah, awareness. Yes. And you pretty much explained everything that needed to be said when it comes to that certain generations in the past didn't express those feelings. And like you said, and then certain ethnic groups also, um, some embraced it and some didn't. And I, th- I always found that funny, especially growing up that, yeah, you were somebody who had to bottle it up and that was what made you strong and, and make it, you would be weak if you, um, let it out like that, or you're a dramatic person. That was, a, you know, something you can hear often. And so basically, you know, just to add on, and you pretty much answered a little bit, but if you could just um, add on a little bit to this too, and as well as you, Brandon, is you think now from past generations who used to keep stories in, who used to, you know, not be expressive like that, do you feel now it is time for this younger generation and you were hitting on it before that it's that we are starting with our generation, you know, your millennials, your Gen Z's and whoever these young kids, whatever generation they're about to call them, the zoomers or whatever. But, um, but yeah, you think starting now, not that the older generations, you know, of course they're learning too and being more open about it, but at least now we can really start making it okay to, break these stigmas so it really is in this lower younger generation and you do think that it's that as the years go by we are going to see simply teachers and our administrators teach these younger kids about mental health and you are going to see them you know being okay to express themselves and hopefully a less cynical world will come out of it because but we can argue the things have changed over the past years in your Trump administrations and all the various wars. It could be from generations who didn't, who weren't open and trying to solve problems by simply talking them out and understanding the mental aspects. It was all just pride and keeping things in. I think now, um, it's our turn to to break that stigma up, and you both feel that that's what you guys are doing at, at um, MDH and stuff like that. Oh, sorry, MHD. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I feel like we got no choice now. I mean, the way like there's young kids dying, young kids taking their lives. Yeah, our generation, the older generation, and it's it's just time to you know sit back and. It's, if you went through 2020 and you thought change wasn't good, wasn't a thing, you need to get it together and reevaluate reevaluate your mm-hmm. life again because we did a lot of change and it's gonna we need to keep keep it coming. We need to be in these school systems talking about mental health. We need to be talking to our kids, you know, whatever it needs to happen because social media is a scary place. Middle school, high school is a scary place, and technology is yeah. only getting better for the kids and. Now we're going to be talking about kids bullying kids on Twitter now, like all the time. 
Like, it's scary. Snapchat, having videos of people, like, this world is only evolving. Like, the technology is coming, which only gets scarier for the younger kids who get bullied. And it's just, it's not right. So we need to make sure we have the proper programs, um, classes, situations, anything for them that need it. All right. That's that's exactly the gold standard that we are going for. And we appreciate people like you and your partners and other organizations who are, you know, starting this trend once and for all. And I guess my last question regarding this topic. Oh, wait. Is, oh, I'm putting my two cents in. I'm going to rewind that. <laughs> I apologize for that. Yes, you were saying you were saying Liam. No, no, no. Um, the only thing I wanted to add was I do feel like MHD is doing exactly that. Mm-hmm. And even let alone what we're doing that everyone else is seeing, but even behind the scenes, um, at least from mm-hmm. a business aspect, um, just because I'm a management major, kind of do a little bit of the studying about that. But even if you look at like our corporate setting and our financial sector, like a lot of that is built on different different structures that may not always be 100% beneficial when it comes to like the mental health aspect and like the work-life balance, which makes a huge difference in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think MHD and what we're doing is trying to hit both in the back end and the front end in regards to, we're not just doing this for show. Like me and Brandon have maybe too many conversations about how we want to go about conversations or go about our team and go about different things to make sure that we are living by our values and living by what we're trying to educate everyone else about. Um, And it allows us to kind of hold ourselves accountable and kind of experiment, like what are different ways we can go about this, you know, based on our experiences and what we've been through and what we've seen and learned, what is yay and what is nay in terms of having a well-rounded employee or member on the team that's not, drowning in the work-life balance or having their work be a trigger to whatever is already existing within their mental health fields. So, yeah. Hmm. Thank you. We appreciate that. And at the end of the day, there's a goal to be set and that is bringing awareness to these issues as it's been said before on the show and other shows, but We just appreciate you all recognizing those problems and actually pushing to make the change ones and for all. And just my last question regarding this before we talk about um, the events we're doing is for the older generations that may not understand what's going on, how we look at this topic and such, you know, they offer their two cents and you hear them out, whether you agree or disagree. I was wondering, you know, how do you handle that now? Because our this generation wasn't taught or had the accessible information that we have now. And some people of the older generation are definitely open and embracing it. And some just don't understand. So I was wondering, for those conversations, what do you do? Is it more of just hearing them out, whether you agree or disagree? You don't necessarily look to pick a fight, but, you know, you just hear what they have to say or is it always like just trying to push that initiative and hopefully they get it like for me i feel like you know i hear my older you know family members what they have to say what they look at certain trends whether they disagree or disagree 
And I've tried to have those conversations about, hey, like, yeah, it's a different world. They all still the same person. But, you know, now they have a they live in a time where they could be more open about this stuff. And sometimes they the older family members don't understand and they still keep their opinions. And I still love them regardless. I was wondering if that's a better way to approach it or is it more about trying to do something else about it? Go ahead, Lee. Ooh, how I know you were going to do that. <laughs> um, this is such a multifaceted question. And hopefully right. I use that word right. I'm trying to get Oh, yeah, it's definitely various layers. It's a whole generational thing to figure out. Um, I think even before you go about how to address it, I think it's about people need to be mindful of boundaries. Mm -hmm. And if they are in a comfortable mind state and environment to have these conversations because I can only speak for myself. I know it can be very difficult for me sometimes to have these conversations with the older generation without being triggered. Um, yeah. And I think at least for myself, a boundary that I've done my best to do is to only engage conversations when I'm in the mental state of curiosity and not into defense mode or you're right. I'm wrong. Vice versa. Like mm-hmm. trying to defend yourself. Um, I have to do my best to remind myself of what you just said. They don't know. And I will always preach this. It is harder to be more emotionally invested in something if you already know. So I know sometimes I catch myself kind of getting refrustrated or re-irritated or just really caught up and triggered into something when I kind of already know. I've either seen it all my life or like there's there's enough body cues and language and experiences to already prove that like this person is not on the same wave as you. Mm-hmm. And not even as an insult, not even as like they're lacking, but it's just that's the general gist. Like you said, some people just don't know. So when you get to that point, I will always encourage people how you said kind of pick and choose your battles. And if you have to place those boundaries, if you already know not to speak about politics, religion at the dinner table, you know, mental health might just be another thing, but also to respect yourself. If and when it starts to get targeted as something going against you and they're insulting you or being narcissistic, um, that is when I'll say always defend yourself and always speak your truth. You don't got to be disrespectful, but you can let them know or place that boundary like, hey, we're not talking about this anymore. I think we're just going to agree to disagree. I don't appreciate you calling me out of my name or you're dramatic, you're sensitive. Ah, I say, say mm-hmm. your two cents, speak your truth. And, you know, not give up, not end the conversation, but just use your best discretion. Respect your comfort and only entertain those conversations when you are able to and you're not going to go down to their level, but you're going to stay here even if they're kind of throwing 10,000 fucking jabs at you and you're like, Ooh, take a time. But you still like, you know what? You're not getting me today. The devil is not catching me today. And that's okay. Cause God got me and God's going to make me a beautiful person. He's going to bless me with that strength that I need and that patience and that knowledge. And God sends us out here. So I feel like I am one of God's warriors that he puts me in these situations or puts me in certain things to become that educator, to be 
that person for him to shed that light. And that is the best thing that I can say. And I'm gonna leave it at that. The man above gives some crazy roles, man. Shout out to you, my man. I love you. I appreciate you. But hallelujah, Jesus. You better say hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> that that older generation, they they that that's it's triggering. It's triggering, but yeah. I don't I don't entertain it. I don't pay it no mind. I mean, like Lee said, no disrespect, but you're just not my level. Unfortunately, you know, I went to get my degree for a reason. You pushed me to get my degree for a reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I got it. And I'm just not going to, I try not to let that really affect me. Cause I understand how, you know, we were brought up type of thing. Cool. Yeah. Right. Um, understand it, respect it. But at the end of the day, this thing up here is way powerful, way more powerful than anybody, than people respect it, give, give it credit because it's literally everything we do. And every single movement, every single thing, thought, anything, it's your head. <laughs> so start taking that mental illness serious, guys. And I hope we can, you know, change the world one day. There's no reason why we all can't. And we appreciate your charisma and having the purpose to go make that change. And I know it will happen. And one of the things to help bring that change and one of the big initiatives and campaigns that's taking place is what's going to happen this very week as this episode airs. So September, the month of September is known as National Suicide Prevention Month. And this upcoming week is Suicide Prevention Week for Mental Health Declassified. So what's taking place is that Mental Health Declassified and the Productive Conversations are teaming up to do a campaign to help raise money for suicide prevention all this week. As I've mentioned on previous podcasts and you can see on our social medias, it's something, it's an issue that the three of us, many others want to help make a big change because nothing's more heartbreaking for this world to lose somebody, especially if they can't take it anymore. And the trauma that creates for their families and friends, it's a very heavy, tough thing to experience. And even though it is tough to talk about, we do have to make the initiative to make sure that every single person has worth and could do something with their lives. And that there are people who will be there to vouch and make that change to hopefully have people believe in themselves again. So with that, I would like to hear from the two of you who I'm so honored to have me and my show be a part of. I would love to hear the both of you elaborate more what's going on this week, Mental Health Declassified, when what's our special event that's taking place this Thursday. Pew, 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 pew. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. It's collab time. You know how we come in on the collabs. First of all, thank you so much for having us on here. Of course, and suicide prevention is like the reason why I'm in this field and why I push so hard mental health. So if y'all there listening, please tap in. If ever tap in this next week coming up because Lee's going to share everything. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I should know better by now. So ladies and gentlemen, dun-da-da-dun, dun-da-dun. 
as the lovely Matt Brown has just described, we're going to be having Suicide Prevention Awareness Week. We're going to end off the month of Suicide Prevention Awareness with a final blowout. And each day we're going to have little mini events that are going to lead to our final fundraiser on Thursday. So come Monday, you should be hearing this. So welcome to the first little pop out, you know, a little gift for all of you. We're having a lovely conversation and just kind of opening up the conversation. And we're going to be having an IG live, which you're already going to be there most likely, but it's okay. I'm going to just say it anyway. Then come Tuesday, be on your IG account, be ready because you're going to be getting hit with fun facts. We're going to be doing ID takeovers. So you're going to be seeing us, MHD, productive conversations. Just kind of go on tip tap back and forth. And not in any disrespectful way, but we like, bet. You got facts? Bet what they are. If you and, got facts? Bet. And I don't mean to interrupt. This is also going to be yesterday or today's in the 27th. And then tomorrow as in the 20, as uh, in the 28th. And yes. then just so we can make sure people's dates that they know what's good. Yep. Yep. Yes, 27th is today. So tomorrow, mm-hmm. Tuesday, the 28th, get ready for IG takeovers. Get your fun facts, get your general information, the things that you need to know and that we all need to know. I got you for Wednesday, the 29th, September. You. you know, Wednesday, we're going to do, you know, share your reason. You know, mm. This is, this is going to hit home. This is going to be, you know, personable. This is going to be deep. And, you know, you only got to take part if you want to or not. We encourage you to, you know, we're here. Our DMs are always open, too. But, you know, this is when, you know, we're going to share a picture of, you know, it could be us and a little statement of why we push every single day. So I'm going to give you mine. Here we go. It's going to be me and one of my God kids. And that's the reason I push every single day. So keep preventing and keep the awareness. What's going on Thursday, though? But why he playing you? Because y'all all getting discounts come Wednesday. So you better hop on productive <laughs> conversations if you want that code to get a little <laughs> a little percent off, you know, some MHD merch. So, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Yes. And those that participate in the highlight and the share your reason highlight will get an additional discount. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry, I got to tickle my throat and it's not COVID. Promise. Um, and also just that handle once again at Productive Conversations Podcast on Instagram. Oh, wait. I was trying to point because you on this side, but I don't know if you'll be on that side. <laughs> so don't mind me, people, but I'm pointing to Matt Brown. Get <laughs> that handle, you better get that free discount. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but I like my coupons. Um, yes, but last but not least because I don't got my sound effects. We're going to have our lovely finale event and IG Live come Thursday, our 50-50 raffle event. And you heard me right, folks. 50-50. 50% of all the total proceeds collected will be going towards the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. And then the other 50% is going to go to one of you guys. Lucky winner. So we're going to be on the whole hour you're going to be looking at that flyer so i'm not going to be giving you a specific time you also need to be a little nosy and i need y'all to pop on both accounts to get that information but if you want to do a great deed join a cause let alone just share something productive share our flyer one dollar per entry or you could do your lovely little 
package deal, $5 for eight entries. Once again, you could possibly win 50% of the pot. Not marijuana pot as much as I wish that was a thing. <laughs> but you could win 50%. So if we get 100, you get in 50. If we get 200, you get in 100. If we get 500, you get in 250. Do what you gotta do. And if you're gonna at least not do it for a wonderful cause, I don't mind if you act a little selfish this one time. So, but we're also gonna have great events. We're gonna have a few guest performances. Not ruin nothing for y'all. I'm not gonna be Brandon speaking too much sometimes. So y'all better tune in. You better tap in, tap, tap, pew, pew on whichever social media or check out both. I'm not mad. And Lee, where could we submit cash to enter the draft? I mean, the draft, enter the the, um, raffle. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to be sending it to our lovely Venmo. So you better check out the flyer to go ahead and do so. I'm making y'all work. I need y'all to be a little nosy. Yes, it only takes five seconds of work too. So not even that much. So, all right, go. So mental death, healthy classified. What did I just say? (laughs) This is what I'm saying, folks. Brandon be giving y'all freebies, and I'm the one trying to make y'all worse. (laughs) I just wanted to make it clear. You know, we're going to have a great collab this next following week. But Mm -hmm. the conversation doesn't stop there, folks. We need y'all to stay tapped in. We need you guys to stay invested. Stay checking in on your friends. Stay doing the little things because suicide does not end because September ends. So mm-hmm. let's stay focused, folks. Absolutely. Couldn't say it any better, you two. And like I said, next uh, this upcoming week through our social media pages at Mental Health Declassified at Productive Conversations Podcast. That is where a lot of the conversation regarding suicide awareness and suicide prevention will be discussed and we will be emphasizing more and we're using the podcast to help let the great listeners and fans of the show know what we are doing and our mission for it. But before we just relax and, you know, just talk about some other fun things. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to really emphasize when it comes to both mental health declassified and anything else, you know, Brandon had a good message, but leave, you have anything else to add to, you know, suicide prevention and what the whole meaning of this uh, campaign is for would lo- we would love to hear it. Um, Lord knows I can go on a tangent. In regards to this topic, it most definitely holds dearly to me. Um, if any of you have heard my personal story through our podcast, MHD, um, I've battled suicide ideation before, which is pretty much suicidal thoughts. Um, and I don't feel like people are fully aware of what it looks like or sounds like and you know sometimes you may not even ever know I feel like I did a very great job of hiding like if you were to ask any person that kind of knew me unless if I decide to open up to you which is kind of like you didn't know shit that was just like, oh, that's that's Lee that's the one that be dancing all the time or just like giddy hyperactive like always chilling um so i just want to i guess emphasize to the folks listening that you know 
it's not always going to be clear and apparent. It is not going to be, I want to kill myself. It's not going to be, I just want to die. Um, I have some examples on my phone, but some things you may hear. Um, suicidal thoughts can sometimes be considered as no one cares if I'm alive or I'm such a burden. My loved one, my loved ones would be better off without me, which I know has been one of my biggest things, even as a kid, um, like preteen, teenage to like college, which like I said, it just opens my eyes because I don't feel like a lot of us really know or process or understand this, even when it's going or happening with us, you know? Um, some other examples are, I need a break from living. There is no future I want to live in. Sleep doesn't give me the relief I need for my suffering. I need an escape from this cycle of negative thoughts. Um, and this is from the Real Depression Project. It's a lovely IG account that I follow, and they're very great at really targeting and educating a lot of really necessary topics that need to be spoken about. Um, so shout out to them, and thank you for the knowledge, of course. Um, but yeah, this is something that is not selfish. Um, one other thing I want to emphasize is saying someone committed suicide is not the most appropriate thing. And I was just recently educated about this. Um, and before I mess it up, let me just get the proper terminology because I do not want to mess this up. Yeah, definitely. We need to hear that. So, um, so the account I'm using is DLC anxiety, another great IG account that I use for fun, quick tips, even to educate my friends. I'll kind of reshare like, here you go. Um, and why we no longer say commit suicide. The points that they made up is people commit fraud, infidelity, murder. You pretty much get the point. People are choosing and kind of making this illegal or crazy ass action. Um, people do not commit suicide, anxiety, depression, or mental illness. So in terms of the term commit suicide was presented in the 20th century when it was considered a criminal act in many places around the world. Um, and even outside of what they're explaining, I know in my upbringing, just from experiences and exposure, I was taught that, you know, it was a selfish thing or like they're not thinking about their loved ones or their friends like that. And as they should, but we're not thinking of the other side of the coin, um, which as they further explain in this post is suicide and ideation is considered a serious sin in certain religions. So we know we have a lot of just general lack of knowledge of mental health, as well as religious and cultural aspects put onto it. Once again, all on one side of the coin. The other is, you know, like they say, the day we could, we, the day we quit viewing suicide as a moral failing to be committed and shift towards an approach of mental illness and sensitivity is a day that will begin to save more lives. And, you know, I couldn't agree more to that at the end of the day. So instead of saying committed suicide, completed suicide or failed suicide attempt, I want to encourage folks Let's try these new phrases, um, died by suicide or death by suicide or non-fatal suicide attempt. It is way more clear, way more direct, and it does not have any negative connotation added to it. 
because whether that person is still here or not, like you said, the family, the friends going through that trauma, it doesn't provide that sense of comfort or understanding or safety. And no one, at the end of the day, whether they have passed or are still living, should have to have to defend themselves in that regard. Because at the end of the day, mental illness is not something we choose, is not something we claim, is not something that, you know, and I'm going to say it boldly, I don't think anyone wants that. You have met one person that has said they want their mental illness. Please point them my way and I will give them a thousand dollars with no hesitation. Um, Don't even don't even because I will fight you. Don't even. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. If anyone's seen this clip, you also Brandon try to act a little crazy. (laughs) But um, yeah, I just feel like suicide can present and make others aware of just once again, the multifaceted situation at hand and how it is multiple layers of so many traumas, so many misunderstandings, so many deep and different perspectives that unfortunately we don't know or understand, unfortunately, until it's too late. Or we don't want to fully understand or take that time until it's too late, unfortunately. So I'm grateful for those taking the time to learn, to be educated, to shift their perspective, to be an ally. Um, Because whether you know it or not, it's those little things that mean the most. And I'll say for myself, as someone dealing with suicide ideation in the past, it was those little things and little reassurances that gave me part of that reason. Yeah. Welcome to my TED Talk. Great. (laughs) <laughs> like I said, just goals. And thank you, Lee, for sharing your story with us as well. We really appreciate that bravery a lot. And Brandon, do you have anything else to add with this? Because I have actually one last final statement after. But if it, anything regarding that subject that um, you haven't said already? Just, nah, I don't know. <laughs> just checking on your friends again. You never know. Like Lee said, it will be the brightest person in the room that lights up the room, brings all the energy, but gets home and doesn't know what's next or doesn't want what's next. So I was definitely that person, too. I'm the life of the party, the jokes, the funny guy, the cute guy, all that. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to be here at all. Anyway, I didn't want to continue. So definitely finding that purpose, finding those right people. And, you know, just surround yourself with love and understanding it's it's not a selfish thing, but obviously I want to be there for you and talk to you before attending your funeral. So when they say, uh, think about your family, think about this, like, I'm not even thinking about myself right now. <laughs> so I'm trying <laughs> just, just, you know, reach out, reach out, ask for help. I, like I said, mental health declassified DMs are always open and we're not experts, but, you know, we're open ears, you know, we'll, we'll listen to you. And if you want advice, we'll give advice. You know, we're not going to tell you you're diagnosed with this or that or that, but you know, we're going to, we're going to try our best. So like I said, DMs always open. I'm sure the same thing goes for Matt because my man's great. I appreciate the kind words. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon. And yeah, anything, whether it's at productive conversations podcast or at Matt Brown, 300, 
I'm always here to just talk. And I think that's the main big lesson. Not here. I'm not here to just talk. I'm here to listen. Make that clear. I'm here to listen. And I'm here to, no matter how long it takes, no matter what time we have to go through to help get to a better step and overcome something, it's worth it every single time because of how precious this life is. And trust me, we see so many examples in our lives on how terrible this world is and how awful everyone is to each other and yada, yada, yada. I really think there is something to this life. I really do. There is a goal, a, there is a pot of gold in our life, even if it's deep. I do think there are beautiful things in life to take account. And I guess I would, the final question on this subject, and then we'll uh, just chat it up for just uh, talk of some funny things is if there is somebody just simply going through a rough time, whether emotionally, financially, physically, mentally, and whether they're thinking of the worst case scenarios or just need some help, what would you say in a few sentences or less? What would be that one statement? Like for me, all I would say is you have worth. You are one of the greatest people in this world because of it. And not because you know anybody can perceive that they or pretend they're great. There are a lot of great people on top of the awful people. But there's something about you that this world is appreciative because you're unique and you're you. And I just want to let you know that this world is a better place with you in it. And you're a talented person no matter what. Whether they think that or not, all I know is I know that and they got it and they got that beautiful talent and soul within them. That's what I would say for anyone going through a rough time. I'm going to have to say, you know, you are loved. And even though you don't feel it right now, you are blessed. And this world is a better place with you in it. And even when, you know, your head tries to confuse you with some some crazy thoughts or wants you to feel some type of way, I want you to sit back, take deep breaths, eyes closed, five seconds, five minutes, just be yourself. Try to remember why you started, what keeps you pushing. And I love you. Sing a song if you can. <laughs> That's all I got. Don't mind me. I'm just getting like really emotional. Um, let me do this now before I look mad, ugly, crying. Um, what would I say? What would I say? I would want to remind anyone going through something that you have survived every bad point in your life up until this point. You made it here for a reason. Whether you are religious or not, I will be the one to believe for the both of us that There's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why 
you were born. There's a reason why you are still living and making the changes that you're making. And unfortunately, you will not recognize every change that you make, but I can promise you that you have made a change for somebody else. Whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, whether it's a complete stranger, all of your weaknesses are also your superpower. They allow you to have a perspective and a mindset that others may not have. And as much as you may try to give to others, I'm always going to encourage you to give yourself that same amount of love and energy. Give yourself that smile, give yourself that encouragement because you deserve it. And I'm gonna be the first to remind you or the one that's nagging you in your ear about it that you deserve it. You deserve love, you deserve purpose, you deserve happiness, you deserve joy, you deserve growth and progress from these bad times. And you're a warrior. Well, beautiful words. What profound words. That's love. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. (laughs) Okay, I didn't cry. We're good. (laughs) Hey, we appreciate all emotions on the show. And we appreciate the realness that comes on. And we thank you for the both of you, again, for sharing your stories, spreading the message. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I really think, especially mental health declassified, will make this world a better place. And we appreciate people like you to make it possible. So thank you. And the fight lives on to, bre- to break the stigma of mental illness. And we will make it better for other generations. So I say we got about 10 minutes to go. Why don't we make some fun things to talk about? And uh, switch it up for a bit. So I figured the best way to do this and see what other funny things branch off it is my Prowse questionnaire. Lee, you've done it before. Ten short but deep questions. I'm going to ask Brandon to do it. Oh, I'm excited. And then I have a second Prowse questionnaire. So it's ten for you, Lee, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Trust me. So there's ten short but deep questions that help branch out and learn a person more and um, would love to hear your perspective. We'll start with Brandon. We'll do his 10 and then least next 10. And um, we'll see what funny stories branch out of that. Go Brandon. Go, 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 go. You ready? No. Yes, he is. (laughs) Well, trust me, it's going to be epic. My first question for you, Brandon, ready or not. Here you come. You can't hide. Gonna find. I forgot the rest of the part. Sorry. We found you the shouts to the greats, Miss Lauren Hill and the Fugees. But Brandon, I'd like to know what's your favorite word? My favorite word? Yeah. (laughs) Ventriloquist. (laughs) Ventriloquist? I think it's just funny for him. He's clearly dying. It's just funny. It's just funny. <laughs> That's a verse. I didn't hear that. <laughs> I appreciate that. 
Ventriloquists, people who perform puppetry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what do you think? Of, you guys messed with the Muppets back in the day, Muppet Sesame Street. I did. As a kid, yeah. Yeah, grew as a out kid. of it. But yeah, I still watch it. Okay, no, I don't. But um, maybe some other kids shows we could. <laughs> like, Blues Clues. No, yo, well, um, you guys saw the Blues Clues. Steve coming back. What did you guys think yeah. of that? No, I didn't. You Man, didn't. He told me. He told me I was doing great. So yeah, okay. he told you you were doing great. Wow, Lee, I think you're the only person under the, the age of thirty who didn't see that. Right. <laughs> I think so. I'm well, not gonna Blues lie. Clues was real as fuck. It used to teach us how to figure out problems and solve mysteries with what? our handy dandy notebooks. Handy dandy notebooks. Like Steve with, is right there, Steve. Yeah, Steve came back in our lives. He told us he appreciates and he told us he missed us. Right. I really missed that. I gotta look that up on YouTube. Yeah, you, literally. I mean, you want to talk about crying. I think that's where the, the emotions will hit. He's just our generation's Mr. Rogers. He, uh, you know, he uh, just let us help figure things out with Blue and uh, with Blue and Joey, his cousin after. And then they have this Blue other guy. I'm sorry. I have to say this out. Blue is a female. Blue is supposed to have a pussy. Everyone has to say she is a boy. No, she is not. Sorry. What? What? Blue That's a sound is bite. a girl. Blue <laughs> does not have a dingly thing in between her legs. She is a girl. Who told you that? It is a fact. I've heard that too. I thought I heard that as a kid. <laughs> he had paprika and salt and pepper. Yeah, you had salt and pepper and practice. Listen, come on. Come on. Don't give me that face, Brandon. It's okay. Blues Clues. Oh, man. What other Nick shows you love growing up? You got to love the Rugrats and the Hey Arnolds and Keenan Kells. Rugrats. Rugrats turned 30 last month. My man, Chucky. Chucky. (laughs) From Rugrats. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Chucky, uh, Chucky might have, he used to be scared, but, you know, Tommy showed that you don't got to be scared no more. Did y'all see the teenage version? I kind of liked it. when they All had, grown up? Uh, yeah, yeah, they had like a teen, like, yeah. I don't know if it was like a season or two, but like. Actually, yeah. Didn't Tommy hook up with his uh, stepsister, Chucky's? Wait, what? For real. Like, were they an item? Oh, this girl in there. Oh, we're going to go back to the questions. What's the next question for Brandon? What's his next question? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, the feels for everybody. But if you have Paramount Plus, you could check those out. If you're like late night after the bar, hanging out with people. So buzz, you want to be a kid again. But also, Hey Arnold was the realest show. It was. And love Keenan and Kill and all that. But Brandon's second question is, what is his least favorite word? <laughs> least favorite? I don't even know. <laughs> least favorite word. I don't know. This <laughs> is. I'm going to be all motivational and be like, my least favorite word is can't. <laughs> you can do anything you want. There we you, go. You know, I had my first guess of an older generation 
a couple weeks ago. That's what he says. It was funny hearing him and his perspective. He was like my first non, like, you know, non-millennial Gen Z type. And he said that. I thought that was funny. His questions were just so professional. No. Answer to them. So number three, again, as I say to everybody, this isn't necessarily a sexual question, but this is more of a life and fulfillment question. Mm, But Brandon, what turned you on in this world? Mm. <laughs> what turned you on, Brandon? My girl right here. She be making him wet, yo. Okay? Basketball. That is that is life um, Nah, uh, just when people can match my uh, turn me on in a way like where it just makes me excited, <laughs> like you know. To yeah. Make sure. When someone matches my energy, you know, when someone comes in with that energy and is like, yo, I'm on the same type of time you want. I want to do great. I want to change the world. I want to do these things. Da, 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 da. But if we talking in the bed, nah, next question. <laughs> Brandon's not ready for that conversation. I'm waiting for us to have a sex conversation on our podcast. <laughs> question four, please. <laughs> what turns you off in this world? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Turn offs, turn offs. When you when you say you're gonna do something and you don't fucking do it. But oh you don't do it. When you commit to something, but you don't got the energy for it. When you when you say when you stop, stop. I'm saying that right now. He he getting a little triggered. I'm saying that. I'm saying that he <laughs> So I'm about to say next question. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like anybody on most first dates from Tinder or Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> Number five is what sound or noise do you love, Brandon? I'm a man of many sounds. I got I got my own sounds I make up <laughs> on a day-to-day basis, but my favorite. <laughs> Gotta be the. (laughs) (laughs) I live by that. That's really your favorite? Favorite to hear or favorite to do? That's my favorite to do. (laughs) So, what's your favorite favorite to hear? That macaroni. Hear that? Oh. Oh, the. Or whatever. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all talking about this noise? Like me, I make it. I'm not talking about that. I asked you, what do you like to hear? Not what you like to that. do. I like that noise. <laughs> oh, boy. So much. <laughs> we'll open that to interpretation. But what sound of noise do you hate? Lee Cyrus. <laughs> Lee Cyrus. Police sirens. Oh, police sirens. Oh, yes. That, uh... I was about to take that with so much pride. Like, yes, you better hate them. That's how many <laughs> times I'm doing it. Oh boy! Wait, what do you what do you think I said? I thought you Miley said Lee. Cyrus. I thought you said Miley Cyrus too. I hate. <laughs> I like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> well, Miley Cyrus tough. Yeah, I like. I watched Tana Montana, the best of both worlds. Oh, the best of yo her movie, y'all cry. Crazy. I so saw I that movie in theaters. <laughs> the no climb. Man, who would have thought? And then, like, five years later, she's twerking on cannonballs and, you know, talking about doing lines in the bathroom. I think she's a prime example. Never mind. That's a whole other podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Prime example of what? Please. 
No, I just feel like celebrity kids. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Stars like that is the epitome of what happens when you do not have like a well-balanced environment. Oh yeah, it's it's insane. You there's a whole podcast in itself where child celebrity the child celebrity some make it your. Drew Barrymore's overcame her issues. Leo was a child actor. Uh, Will Smith, when go from Teenage Prince as a kid, Teenage Prince, Fresh Prince of Bel Air as a kid, <laughs> and then he's done. And then, you know, there's other people. It wasn't the same story, but, you know, always feel for them. Really do. Right. I do. I don't want to be famous. I don't mind being rich, but I don't want to be famous. I don't hear that. Oh, you behind the doors. I want to be behind the scenes. I want to be like this. I want to have my cat or my dog. Just you know. yo, Brandon. Who's your celebrity crush? Ooh, Rihanna. Was I close? Damn, I don't even get into this stuff. I hate like <laughs> liking no. celebrities because people be sweating celebrities. <laughs> I'm like, why? They're regular people. Um, damn, who's bad? Rihanna. There's mad bad. Celebrities like Brianna's bad, but I wouldn't say she's my celebrity crush. Who's your celebrity? That'd be Courtney Kardashian. Courtney Kardashian. All right. Extremely random, but you know, she's <laughs> natural. She got a donk, and she's for the kid. She hit me up once in my dream, but you know, <laughs> she definitely seems less crazy out of the Kardashian Jenner's family. Yeah, she feel that. I feel like she's natural. I mean. <laughs> So, what's your favorite curse word? <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> I answer it. Mm. I feel like you're going to say, like, fuck. I don't know. Nah, it's definitely nigga. <laughs> say it too it's much. definitely a curse word, though. It's not. So, I guess fuck. See how I fucking know. That's how you know I do this. Like if something goes wrong, I'm like come on, Nick. <laughs> I don't really say fuck. Right. Like fuck is too like used. <laughs> I won't use my word. <laughs> so Brandon, what profession other than your own or the few you do that you would like to attempt? I I want to be an actor. I need to be in a movie. I need to be in a show. All right. I need to. I can see like, that. So if you're out there, hit me up because I need to. All right. Uh, Grammy. Or I Emmy, like that. Whatever they call you it. mean Emmy? Yeah, Emmy, Oscar, Golden Globe. <laughs> right. <laughs> what profession would you not like to do? I love how I already thought about this like mad quickly, and he's just like, I don't know. Hmm. I don't want to do anything I'm bad at, so I guess like baseball. <laughs> <laughs> baseball player. I don't want to be a baseball player, singer. Okay, okay, okay. Right, anything I'm bad at, you know. Oh, I res- I hear that. And my final question for Brandon's questionnaire, then we'll do Lee's. Is if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? My nigga, what's good? I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I knew. Listen, I want him to say it's about damn time. Then I'm going to say, yes, I'm here to change heaven too, sir. Ooh. 
Nice, Ooh. profound answer right there. Lee, I, I'm excited for your answers to the prowess that I made up. But I'm going to ask you this is what's your idea of pure happiness? I'm trying to give quick responses. Pure happiness in a perfect world, I would say, is a place where you could be understood, reach self-actualization, and be able to care for you and the ones you love. All right. Love that. What's your greatest fear? I have too many. Um... I think my greatest fear, it's just not knowing. And long story short, I'm just going to say it is one of my biggest fears of not knowing. So like not being aware of something, even though like it's been happening for a hot minute. So if I've been fucking up for a long ass time and I'm not fully aware of it, like that is one of my biggest fears where it's just like, damn, am I that bad of a person or that caught up in myself? Yes, you don't want to be aloof. You want to, you know, make sure you control your environment and control what you're able to do. So I really understand what you're saying. So this is a fun one. Lee, what is your greatest extravagance? So what have you spent the most money on for pure pleasure? That's easy, weed. (laughs) (laughs) Weed or food. That, that is the easiest thing. I Hear that. No. You know, one time I was, you're in Springfield, that Liberty, right? I've been there before. Liberty? The dispensary? Theory? Is it, I, mean, I think it's called Liberty. It's in Massachusetts. I don't know a dispensary named Liberty. I go to Theory in Chicopee. Um, there's one called Insa that's in downtown Springfield now. Man. There's, Holyoke Cannabis and Cannabis Provisions, which is in Holyoke. They're pretty lit. I love seeing these businesses. Check out these dispensaries. Just saying. Love seeing the businesses grow, local businesses grow. And uh, the other states, especially me out in Connecticut and New York and New Jersey needs to put them in there. I heard New York is legal, but y'all don't have dispensaries yet, right? That's right. So maybe May at the earliest. So... Hopefully that uh happens someday. I'm hoping for soon. You. Praying and hoping. It's gonna change your life. It's gonna take your money, but it's gonna change your life. I promise you. Hear that. Lee, I'd like to I'm very intrigued to hear what you got on this. What was something you learned from a past relationship or a past flame? One of too many lessons. <laughs> um no response is a response. Damn. The best things that I've learned. No response is a response. Take what's given to you right then and there. That is, take it for face value. Yes. Next time you you come on, we definitely have to hit on those type of stories. (laughs) (laughs) Who was your greatest teacher or professor? Me. Um, greatest teacher professor. I would keep it corny and say life because life nugs to be a little bitch and be like, nope, definitely. You're learning today, but I'm going to say Miss Mrs. Kingsman, I believe is what her name was called. That's a great name for a teacher, a great teacher name. 
That's when she got married. Her first name, her original name or maiden name, I should say, is Miss LaFlam, I believe. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm forgetting. But great teacher, elementary school. Just remember her being so warm and kind. And then Mr. Wright, he was my science teacher, one of my crew teachers in high school. Love that man. And that man pushed me and just got me going. So God bless both of them, honestly. And his name was literally Mr. Wright. Yeah, but it was W R I. What the mo- jokes he has for his life, I bet. <laughs> that man, like I said, if, if you needed someone on a podcast, that is the that man. God bless him. Okay. Seriously, shouts to our language arts teachers. They were the ones who taught, who started the realness for us. Well, at least that's what they called it in where I went to school. Language arts, English, all that's the same, you know. This Kingsman was a English teacher. What word or phrase do you most overuse? There's too many. Um, Brandon, help me out. I don't know. If you have my friends <laughs> on my too, phone, I could tell you right there. Like, There's too many. There is too many. I don't no, know. No, I have that's, too many that's it. That's it. <laughs> the term that's too many. I feel like that's I feel like that's weak. I feel like this other I thought you were about to say that's too many. <laughs> I wish like I could do a lifeline, like call one of my best friends or like be like, babe, what's something? Yeah, bring Betty Betty on. I'm about to hit him up for his return too. So but yeah, I don't know. Watch it come to me or if any of my friends are hearing this to like, bitch, you could have said this and this. I'm like <laughs> Right. What? Sorry. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would you change? Out the word. What is it, Brandon? I'm gonna encourage you to. That's her favorite saying. <laughs> you got yes. to. You got to. That, that is a good one. I encourage you to. <laughs> dying. Sorry, not dying. Um. One thing I would change about myself. I always say I don't like to live in regrets or change anything, but um, <coughs> I am dying right now. Um, well, I got to think about this. I think if I could, I would just change my anxiety and depression as much as it has said has had its own blessings. I think mm-hmm. it would be great to obtain a level of mental state where that is not as impulsive or as forefront as it is. So, yeah. Hear that. Hear that. So just a few more. One, this is going to be cool. Which historical figure or movie or TV character do you identify the most with? You should also get quick responses. This man is playing me right now. Um... (laughs) I feel like I resonate with. Oh no! Yeah, like somebody once said, they identify with the Power Rangers. They like to fight crime and stuff, and overcome obstacles. Or somebody said, like Barack Obama. I feel like as somebody who legitimately overcame obstacles and always tried. Like those are some answers that I've heard. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is hard. Uh, 
maybe it was a blue from blues clues that you uh, started to figure that <laughs> stuff out like blues helped um for some reason i really feel like i resonate with uh kaneki in tokyo ghoul don't ask me why i just feel like there's a level of darkness about him that's just mm-hmm. like comforting and i feel like i can get to that ultimate or i have been at that ultimate level as weird as it sounds i feel like i resonate more with characters or people that can highlight or share my struggles as an individual or like my darker traits i could say yeah so yeah weird i know not at all i respect the answer and it's a good one my final question today yes thank you <laughs> it's actually two but i'll i'll uh i can make this really quick i just so, talk too much so like i'm like damn i'm making this way past time so no no trust me don't worry it's it's uh the more the merrier but i just want to ask you what do you value the most in your friends <laughs> There's so many things. Um, loyalty and acceptance. All my friends and all the people in my life, I think I've done at least a good job of you're going to take me as I am. So you can go to Matt, you can go to Brandon, you can go to anybody you meet that knows me, and you guys should all be able to share the same consensus about me. Um, And I think I am a very interesting individual that's not easy to deal with sometimes. And I'm not even going to front whether it's positive or negative. It's just a thing that if you're just not on a certain wave, then you and I are just not going to rock. So in terms of my friends and my network, I really do appreciate them because they exemplify what loyalty and acceptance really looks like and how I view it. What a great answer. And the actual over there, I know, I know. As Kendrick once said, you got loyalty, got royalty inside your DNA. (laughs) Oh man, can't wait till he comes back. He's been gone for a long time. We can use more Kendrick. You know that man about to slap some fire. Oh, know that man about to come and go. He's got four albums, and they're all legendaries. Four for four. Just saying. And we got the certified lover boy. Let's not forget. <laughs> I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard hit or misses. Boom. More of a Donda Boom. person. <laughs> that man never misses. Anyways. I, I was listening to Best I... So one fun fact about me, before I do every podcast, so I bump loud music. That's, I guess, me pumping me up. I was bumping Best I Ever Had. Best I Ever Had. I forgot. Yeah, I Black Skinhead by Kanye. Ooh. One of the loud songs and that's gonna get you energized. You play that song on who, like, by who? Kanye. Have you heard it? I feel like that's a great hype up song. Like this new album. Like, uh, this was from Jesus. Yeah, Kanye. He says some hilarious. Can't rap. <laughs> oh, old Kanye listen, though. We need to we need to relax a little bit. Listen, I don't respect the man because this man's kind of gone off a certain ledge. I'm not following him after. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing I would unfortunately have to say about R. Kelly, as much as I despise and just don't fuck with the man. Both of those men are 
musical geniuses. And mm-hmm. it, unfortunately, it is the most fucked up people that clearly are making music. I mean, Drake hasn't done nothing. Next question, though. <laughs> He's not recognized for the same thing, though. Like, it's hard. He can get you in your fields. He can get you to your ex's house. He can get you wherever you need to be. But He's it's a perfect man. Like a broken needle, you're missing the point. <laughs> it's a thing of like the production as a whole. R. Kelly and Kanye, like, I don't know what it is about those men, but they just know how to really like produce. It, like craziness and end up in jail should be both in jail but Drake well, I don't know, you know about Kanye shit besides this whole political da, 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 R. Kelly need to be dying in a ditch somewhere excuse my language Drake said last, ma- last name ever first name greatest like a sprained ankle boy ain't nothing to play with no you got a roommate call me when it's low in there put the key under the bed you know be over there yep he said, I told them to meet me at the top, but I guess they got lost. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not taking away Drake's greatness, but it's just, you know. Some people are now thinking, is Drake right now's peak? Was he on the same peak as Michael Jackson I, or the I Beatles? I literally just read that. Yeah, they got an argument. They, they, got, they got an argument. I'll say that. <laughs> I don't know if I could agree to that, but that's just me. I don't yeah, know that is a debate for another day. But the true final question for today, Lee, I would love to hear what's your motto in life? My motto? Mm-hmm. What's your motto by Drake? <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite quote that I love to follow is every saint has a past, every sinner has a future. And I know I'm getting it as a tattoo. I've been thinking about this since like high school, but um. Yeah, every saint got a past and every sinner got a future. So it don't matter what side of the coin you on, there's something that you can do. That's great. That's J. Cole, right? I don't know, to be honest. I've heard I've heard that prior to like J. Cole like using it. Mm-hmm. it was yeah, he was probably just, just reiterating it. <laughs> what a moment. Seriously. Lenore, Brandon. I've enjoyed every second of this. I hope the both of you have enjoyed every second of it as well. So can you just tell us one more time about the, what's going on this week so we can let our listeners and viewers know? Go, Brandon. This, oh, shit, shit. Ah. This week we are collabing and we are bringing greatness and awareness to Suicide Prevention Month. On Monday, we are dropping this episode. That is what you're listening to right now. Monday, September 27th. On Tuesday, we're going to have IG Takeover, Fun Facts, the September 28th. On Wednesday, September 29th, share your reason and your discount. Thursday, IG Live finale. Come find out who the 50-50 winner is and help us, you know, just raise money for the great cause. For yourself, if you want to be selfish. Right. Don't be selfish, though. That's for the cause, guys. Come on. Don't make me cry again. And those Instagram handles to go check that content out is both at Productive Conversations Podcast or at Mental Healthy Classified. Like I said, Brandon Lee, I appreciate the time. As we said, even after this talk, the fight still goes on and our mission will never end. And I know from amazing people like the both of you, 
that mental health illness, sorry, that mental illness will be destigmatized. We will learn from it and we have a better future ahead because of it. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Brandon. Thank we'll you. see you both very soon. And don't forget to go check out our events all this week. Again, at Productive Conversations Podcast or at Mental Health Declassified on Instagram. Thank you to the both of you. And we'll see you both really, really soon. Have a great night. Leonore, Brandon, thank you so much for an episode that we will never forget. Great cause, great people, great company. And again, don't forget to check out all the content during Suicide Awareness Prevention Week. Either go to at Productive Conversations Podcast or at Mental Health Declassified. Enter the raffle. $1 donation is all we ask. And heck, you might be getting a nice payday out of it. And you're going to help so many people and so many families because of it. Don't forget to check out our event on Instagram, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Instagram. That's either at Productive Conversations Podcast or at Mental Health Declassified. Don't forget also to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations Podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdComoPod. And we are on TikTok at Productive Conversations. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. It really will. Do or die week for the Yankees. This is it. You play... Boston this past weekend. Now you got Toronto and Tampa in the final full week of the year. And then the playoffs are next week. Wow. And I hope to be talking about the Yankees in the playoff run once again. Alex Young will be coming back next week as we will preview the playoffs next week. And the baseball preview show will not be next Monday, but it'll be next Tuesday when the playoffs start once and for all. So please, please, as the New York Giants are giving me agita, the New York Jets are the New York Jets, I want to be discussing great things and great New York sports, and the Knicks and Rangers aren't playing till the mid part of next month, so... Please, please have things work out. I hope we have more exciting things to talk about in our world of sports next month. And also, there's some great movies coming out next month as well. So we'll start with The Many Saints and Newark coming out on Friday, October 1st. The Sopranos prequel. Sopranos is my absolute favorite TV drama. So a lot of expectations, but we're just happy to see something Sopranos related on. That's HBO Max coming out this Friday. And yep, that's all I have for you today, folks. I'll be back on Thursday with Taylor Droney, and we are going to have a great week. Remember, donate to at mental-healthyclassified on Venmo and enter our 50-50 raffle for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Let's make big moves and let's save lives and give it worth to all the great, deserving, decent people who are on this planet. All right. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. I'll see you all on Thursday. Have a great start to your week, everybody. Peace.